what you'll ever do One is the loneliest number, says the number one. One is the loneliest number. One is the loneliest number. One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Three Dog Night. One is the loneliest number. Yes, it is, and that's why I have two guests on the show today, the Sklar Brothers. Could not be excited any anymore, guys, for this for this double mint pleasure that's about to uh, inhibit your ears. Man, this this duo, I love these guys. I've known these guys for years, and uh, this is one of my uh, one of my favorite episodes in a bit. A lot of riffing, some great phone calls from some strange places. Think we're gonna have some fun today. How's your guys' week? You, did I catch you at a did I catch you at a good time or catch you at a bad time? Do I need to come back and talk to you later? No, no, no. This is a good time, <laughs> guys. This is a good time. Let's 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 talk it out. Let's let's have a, a good week together. What do you say, huh? I did historical roast earlier this week. Uh, I did uh, the live show in the belly room, and it was the Walt Disney roast. And I was Mickey Mouse, and a lot of people found my uh, character and the makeup and the impression um, very terrifying. Uh, but uh, I'll post clips of that later, and then uh, I'll be posting clips of um, some former ones a little bit later. The uh, a lot of people have been asking about the Ultimate Warrior. I'll uh, I will post that uh, as soon as I can. And yeah, uh, if you haven't been to the YouTube channel lately, I started posting uh, little clips that my buddy Gage Tiarina started editing and putting together for the YouTube channel. Uh, I just uh, uploaded the Skylar Stone Owen Wilson clones clip from uh his episode which is a lot of fun him and i doing our own owen wilson impressions wow together again wow wow yeah that's right so follow at gauge t arena on social media g-a-g-e-t-i-j-e-r-i-n-a if you're not gauge is my boy who's helping get this thing out there he's been producing the show he's been editing the video he's been editing the audio making my life 10,000 times easier so thank you from the bottom of my heart Gage and check him out if uh, you're in the Texas area he's a stand-up and he's super funny check him out he was on an episode he was on the um, Fort Worth episode of of uh, Kill Tony he was the the guy who started the half gay thing I think I think so <laughs> you have to check out that Kill Tony episode to get context for that anyway I have a little bit of an update on uh, the SAX sponsor that I've been uh, reaching out for, guys, trying to make that happen. And uh, one of the things that I did this week was I actually sent out a packet to Yamaha. Yes, the number one SAX brand in the world, Yamaha, um, to see if they will endorse your boy. I sent out a pretty dope packet of uh, pictures of me with, uh, you know, different big comics uh, playing and, uh, you know, telling them uh, what I do with Jeremiah Wonders and Kill Tony and how I use it so much in my comedy. So we'll see if that happens. But uh, in the meantime, David Knowles and Seth Miller hit me up from Menchie Music in Pennsylvania, and we're working on something special. So shout out to those guys. Go to Menchie Music in Pennsylvania. They, uh, they're trying to hook me up with something. Uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I'm very excited. We'll see. Uh, but thank you so much for reaching out, David. I, uh, I appreciate you, uh, uh, saying what's up and, uh, us trying to figure this thing out. Email jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. That is the new email of this show. 
Email that for music submissions, your kindness challenge letters, and if you'd like to support the show, go to jeremiahwonders.com. There is a PayPal donation button. If you can't uh, contribute to the show monetarily, then go over to iTunes. Leave me a five-star review. Leave me a nice comment. That helps me boost me up in the ratings and helps other people find out about this awesome, spectacular underground show that we got going on here. Yeah, that's right. So let's get into the kindness challenge. Uh, Every week, I challenge you guys, the listeners, to do something out of the the kindness of your heart, Uh, whether it be somebody that you know, somebody that you don't know. It can be little. It can be big as long as you're contributing something positive to society. And uh, I got a nice letter this week that I want to read. I don't know what this guy sounds like. And I actually don't know what he looks like at all. So I started to wonder, what would it sound like if I read this letter and what I think this guy might sound like? And it might sound a little something like this. I work in a distribution company for a popular fast food chain. Delivery drivers get free food from the chain ranging from burgers to full plates of food daily, which they give away to us. I sometimes take food home and a few nights ago was one of those times. On my way home I saw a homeless man sleeping on a bench and something told me to give it to him. It wasn't hard for me to sacrifice a meal that I hadn't even paid for to someone who needed it. I live in Hawaii, so it isn't hard to find someone living on the streets hungry. I now make it a point to take a plate whenever available and actively look for a person to give it to on my way home. Thanks for all the laughs you provide. I saw the infamous Ketis Bush live and hope to see you on Kill Tony again soon. Ryan Nukes. Thank you, Ryan, for sending that awesome kindness challenge letter. Uh, his email is honey potato. So that's, uh, I figured that'd be a good voice for him, that nice uh, kind of Hawaiian surfer kind of vibe. Ooh, I like this music that's playing in the background. Yeah, so uh, guys, send me your kindness challenge letters to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. I love reading those on the show. They uh, have um, a lot, you get a lot of people who, I, after live shows, uh, my stand-up say that, um, you know, just listening to that and them implementing that in their lives has helped uh, them. And it's helped me, guys, too. It's helped me look out for ways where I can be kind to other people throughout the week. So it's a great challenge to get everybody contributing positivity to the world. I love it. Little bits. Little bits uh, help go the distance. Mm-hmm. I want to thank the sponsors of this show. Yep, that's right. Bronxborn Pizza in Bend, Oregon. Thank you, Thomas Schiffer, for, uh, uh, you know, allowing uh, the videos to happen. People have been loving uh, the YouTube uh, episodes and uh, the little clips that Gage has been cutting together. And I want to thank Gino over at Speedweed. At Speedweed, marijuana delivery, yes, at its finest. If you like that green green, uh, deliver it in your dream. Speedweed, there you go. Once again, thank you to Gage. I want to get right into this episode. Uh, Man, love the Sklar brothers. I know you guys do too. This is going to be fun. Without further ado, it's... Jason and Randy Sklar, the Sklar Brothers, on Jeremiah Wonders. Welcome to the good life. Welcome to the good life. Welcome to the good life. We are in the good life. We're in that good life with the Sklar Brothers. Oh, dude. Thank you, brother. What a dude. treat to be on with you, man. Oh, man. It's always a you treat to do. You know how we feel about you. Oh, dude. You know, don't start, don't let me don't start, start gushing don't over. Don't make me don't cry. Me don't start. make me. Oh, don't he, make me oh, he already crying. I don't want to do this at the top of the podcast, <laughs> man. It's too much, man. We got nowhere to go emotionally from here. I, I know. Love you, man. Uh, we can't hide anymore if we start crying at the top. We'd start talking in that voice for the next hour. That would be. I couldn't do that. Insane. No, that'd be too much. Too much. Too much. Be like three Jeremy Hotzes up here. 
like what? It's called two hots for two, two hots, hots for to handle. Radio. A lot two of hot. a lot of uh, hand to uh, the nose. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, my mom two hots to handle now. That mm-hmm. is the song. It's very musical. You just knocked over his TV almost. Thank right. you. I'm sorry. Nice. <laughs> you well, are very musical. You, you, you find out that this is not even a wall, and we just all fall. <laughs> 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 all we fall into continuum. the comedy store. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're so close. To we this fall story. into Mitzi's coffin. It's like okay, ah! this makes sense. <laughs> But I love that she has an open comment still for us to go in. Yeah, yeah, man, it's open for us. Yeah, a three Guest spots available. A two-year open casket, which mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning sounded like a good idea, and then you're like, Neh. like I wonder if there are like a couple of people that showed up to Bush's Bush Senior, you know, H W Bush's like casket viewing. Way to timestamp this podcast, Randy, for and, someone who looks at this twelve and years. And people. Now. And the people in the family were like, why is that guy here? You know what I mean? Like, definitely a few people showed up. They're like, oh, man. I was his mailman. You you think there were some plus ones at that funeral? There were some plus ones. They're like, did he even know Bush? Nope. He didn't. Mm, not he the did way. Not, there, not there, the way we did. I'm looking at this cast and like I know this dude. There are there are rules for plus ones at every at everything, right? Yep. There's a plus one rule. Plus one, you can't get too drunk as a plus one. Nope. Yeah. You can't. Make, you you got to be on best behavior. You can't yell at someone if you're a plus one. You're my plus one. You ruin my. Pl- you're you know representing I mean? the other person that you're there with. You're By extension, you can't be the person who throws up like into the shrimp. You you're the plus one because it would be like. Your right arm punched your aunt in the face. Mm-hmm. However much you want to do it, you can't then just be like, I'm sorry, my right arm. No, that is attached to you. Yeah. Plus one's attached to you. Plus one. You bear that. You bear that responsibility. Have you, who you bring in plus one to Bush's uh, casket viewing? Who am I? Who are you going to bring? Who do you bring oh, to Bush's man. plus one for his casket viewing? <sighs> I'm saying Caudi B. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to roll up there. She's and be my like, number one. Hey! <laughs> hey girl Hey girl I want her and Nick Minaj To show up like In the stanchions See each other Be like Mm-mm, I got Mm-mm. here first Yeah no this is me Well I got the here first time first. I heard Cardi B I was like What's What's going on Like I, I thought Nicki Minaj already had that Like We met Nicki Minaj Did you? Yeah So Ooh. we were writing for Uh and we'd never really written for anybody. Her butt was the plus one to Bush's funeral, folks. Her butt was her plus one. <laughs> like, I got my Guys. butt. She's like, I'm riding in first class. My butt riding in coach. Uh, <laughs> so we were doing this thing on for VH1. Kathy Griffin was uh, hosting this thing in front of the troops, and we, like, wrote comedy for her and... Jeff Ross did it. He he came out and did a set. He was amazing. So it was good. so good to see him. But it was like twenty thousand troops in southern, like but near San Diego. San Diego, at like the military base down there, and uh, it was really really funny. But Katy Perry was on the show, and Nicki Minaj was on the show. Minaj Snooki was in the situation. Snooki in the situation did a little something like. Snooki in the situation. This is a this is a quite the eclectic mix. Snooki in the situation could be like if the show didn't exist, Snooki in the situation could be like a Nathaniel Rateliff in the night sweats. Am I right? <laughs> like kind of a bu- bunch of white people and one black saxophone player. <laughs> What's like, funny is the throwback. two of those references, I understand them, but no but one the, else. But the two but they're so polar opposite. Oh my god. <laughs> one is like <laughs> they're an pulling indie. from different parts yeah. of yeah. Snooki in the situation. 
Snooki, remember when she was like the most hated orange person in America? Yeah, yeah, that was it. There was a time where like get the, her out, can't get any the worse. Good, than the this. good days. <laughs> I did chant "Lock her up" when I would see the Jersey Show. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. Uh, but yeah, so we so we were there and we were writing for the show and Nicki Minaj was on the show and this she is could early. not have been cooler. nicer. She was so nice and I was like, oh really? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take your side in every beef from here on out. Yes, <laughs> unless you say any something, diss track, I'm on your side. Unless you say something about the Jews stacking chips, I'm I'm with you, girl. And but I that was. sounds like a gangster line, though. Yeah, as you said them about the Jews, Jews stacking, stacking chips. chips. Yeah, <laughs> stacking chips like Hebrews. That's from uh, It's All About the Benjamins. You yeah. throw it out, I might slip, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but she was so nice. Like, I was not prepared for how nice she was going to be. And I was like, man. And then she was so nice to us. We're like, Nikki Minaj, she is so, so nice. nice. She is so great. And then she made Katy Perry cry. Wow. While we were there. While yeah. we were there. What I was is, like, what is she, there was she's... drama. Katy Perry like walked because I don't know. She was like throwing shade to Katy Perry, who yeah, I feel like also Katy, very funny. Also she very funny, funny and, and very sweet and very cool. I was like, oh man, I'm on your train all the way. And she just said something to her that wasn't that's sort of like, I don't respect you or something like that. Oh wow. And Nick, and Katy Perry started crying. Started crying. Like ran back to the trailer, started crying. I was like, oh my God, there's crazy drama going on. Yeah. You get these women together and it's like <sighs> And so and Kathy be, Griffin you, said and Kathy Griffin made the joke that uh who was it about Snooky, right? No, Bristol Palin. Oh, oh Bristol Palin, yeah. White Precious. She called her White Precious. She called her White Precious. What? Bristol Palin called her the White Precious. And that was pretty crazy. But uh, on, yeah. It was funny because she knew that that was going to get heat. And so in the prompter, we wrote a joke being like, oh, that's like the response to what we we were expecting to get. We were like, oh, that's going to make you mad. Like two or three tags about how the audience was going to negatively react to that. So it wasn't like she knew it was going to kill. She wasn't like surprised that people blew back at her. But it's pretty cool that she that she went for that joke in front of like. We don't military. really do much, right? I mean, we write with our friends, you know, if like friends of ours, other comedians. You know who else wrote for that for that award show was a guy named David Wilde, mm. who was like a longtime Rolling, Sto- Rolling Stones writer, and he just was like a fountain of awesome stories. That was very yeah, cool. Yeah, dude, he wrote for like every award show ever. Crazy. Madness. Madness. Oh, welcome to the good life. life. Yeah, between every, between every every story is like oh, I that is crazy. I think back to that time, the the menage time, and then every time I saw her, like on when she was on, I would always take her side for everything. Like she was on Since American, then, yeah, because she was nice. She's on American Idol, and like you know, you're, like, you're getting clearly... into it with Mariah Carey, and probably she's the instigator and the one yeah, who's yeah, like yeah. screwed it up. And I'd be like, Mariah Carey, get out of her face. Yeah, Mariah, I don't know what you're doing. Get right now, out but... of her face and go throw a baseball behind you, bitch. You need to chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Worst first pitch ever. Yeah, I Worst. highly recommend to all the people listening to this or watching this go download or just watch Mariah Carey throwing out the first pitch. No, have download. You, have it. you guys thrown out a yes, first pitch before? Have. Where at? So we threw out a first pitch in Saint. We threw it in two places. One in Cleveland, the Progressive Field. 
So we were in Cleveland doing a our podcast live or something. We were doing a show on a Sunday night in Cleveland. And, and how does that come about? Like, like, like who in, reaches out to you? So the people from the team. Like from the Indians like, were like, hey, we hear you're in town. We have a game on Sunday. It was sort of towards the end of the year that Cleveland was not in the playoffs. This before they started to, like, make runs into the playoffs. They're like, would they be interested in throwing out the first pitch? And we were like, are you, are you joking? Kidding? Yes. Then we were like, are we dying in six months? And this is our make-a-wish. Like, so we, we no said, idea. yes, let's do it. So we go to the field and, like, we take it so seriously, like we're warming up, we're throwing down in their cage now, probably while their real pitchers should have been warming up, but yeah, we like were, we're down taking the, space away. Like, from I the need team. 20 like, more I need, for me, I need more for me. So, we're throwing and we're and and we get out on the mound. And I, I went under like sidearm, sidewinder, like a slider or something. Oh, I just went like kind of, I think you threw it about 75 miles an hour. I whipped it so hard in that, that the catcher had to jump, jump up, up to, catch, to catch, it. catch it, but he was great. But so, I did was like i'm gonna do a joke and so i like came set in the stretch and i faked like i was throwing to third and then turned around like i was gonna throw to first before i did my pitch classic stupid gag are we not gonna do a gag you gotta do a gag. i mean come you on gotta do a so gag. i so i do that and then and supposedly the guy in the uh press in, in the, the box right next to where we ultimately sat within the team's box got mad that i did that some old 68 year old like, dude throw it throw the damn ball like he got really mad and so uh i came back up and someone's like hey that guy was yelling at you for your little bit that you did and i confronted him and i'm not like the kind of person would confront people but i was like hey man what i heard you were upset about that he's like throw the damn ball and i'm like you're at a Cleveland Indians game in September. You want the game to start? Like, don't. Yeah, what is your early, like, go have a beer if you don't like what I mean. It, was, it almost became like that thing about, like, I was talking at this comedy show because it's my birthday. It's like, shut up. Yeah. You don't, like, who cares? So that, the video of us throwing the pitch out, which was taken from, from the, the box. box. He, you hear the guy off the camera be like, throw the ball. So if you go to YouTube and look up Sklar's throw out first pitch, see that. So we did that, and then we got a chance to, in St. Louis, throw out the first pitch on Jose Okendo bobblehead night. Which Jose Okendo was a guy who played for the Cardinals when we were kids. He went, came up with the Mets, and he never was a starter, but he famously played all nine positions in one year. He did, uh, and he did, and he also played every position of the Karma Sutra. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that he did. He, he's done it's every. It's a, a slightly different flip book. Uh, yeah, but he foot fucked several people. <laughs> <laughs> fucked them with his foot. Uh, but he was he's known as the secret weapon. Uh, they called him a secret weapon both for the Karma Sutra and for baseball. Mm -hmm. And we loved the guy. We did like a whole special on ESPN about how we, we were thought trying to get him into Cooperstown. Which, if you're a utility player, it means you're not good enough to start. So you just fill in for everybody. But we're like, why isn't there that? At Cooperstown, like how come there isn't a thing for that? So look, there is there is a best supporting actor and actress role at the Oscars. Like Randy was watching the uh, I watched the AVN, <laughs> the six month repeat, like after it was on live of the porn awards of the porn awards, and I just started live tweeting the six month repeat of the AVN. I was going to say that can't age very well. No, yeah, <laughs> just like the porn stars themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, there was a category at the AVN awards for best acting. Best acting in a porno. I'm like, it, that is like at the Oscars. Now, at the Oscars having a category for best anal. Which you know the award for best anal, anal goes, goes to Meryl Streep. Again! Ugh. Straight streeping. She it. gets it every year. Straight streeping. Do you think that there's uh Street porn legal. actresses or porn actors? By the way, if there was a if there was a porn and starring Meryl Streep, it would be called, called Streep Legal. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs>
<laughs> do I think there were? Do you think that that there's any like porn actors out there who get some of those awards and then they they go they try to go back into the regular auditioning game and be like, I've got some. Well, what's the best here. is like if you have the award and at the audition you just put it down. Okay, yeah. my you want me to slate? Let me slam this shit down first. Boom, so, best actor, best anal in a porn. <laughs> Best anal. Do you want me to go through the front door or the back door? door. Boom. Boom. That's how I got to this audition. Boom. Boom. Uh, so, <laughs> so we did throw. So we threw out the first pitch on Jose St. Louis, and so Randy thought he could so, go back. So they let you, since it's two of you, well, they let you go back to pitch. back. Yeah, back to back. Gotcha, gotcha. Jay went, and then I went. Jay, now, is that or I went, a lot of pressure? Bec- is that even more pressure because usually it's only just one, you know, celebrity it's a filling lot in? Of pressure. It's very odd because because. You, it's Which one enough, of you went first? Me. So Randy went first. Okay. And he, so were you feeling that like right after? Well, he, he threw it like. So I, so I tried to do the sidearm thing again, yeah. and I didn't really judge how far I was going to throw it. Our kids were on the field. We had these hats on that had like cameras, cameras on. on them so that oh, really? they could record Get us. Just yeah, case. record yeah, yeah, yeah. us throwing the pitch and that whole thing, which was really cool. Uh, and so. Okendo was the guy who's a coach who's now like third base coach. He's, he's probably like, like four, four, 50 years old. He's, yeah, he's, he's like old. he's like a little older than us. He's probably 50, 52 years old. He bent down with a regular glove to catch it. So he's not like a regular catcher who's going to move in any direction to get the ball. So he's not going to help you out in any way. Right. It better be you need right, to get it. You better be right direct. at him yeah. and it better be right in his glove or else he he's not catching it. I mean, still a great athlete, but at the same time he's not going to move around for the ball. So I went to the side, and, and there was a guy, professional photographer photographing us. Like, <laughs> these Did you pitches. use that as your comedy headshots for a while? I, I wish just, I hey, want it so badly. Pitching jokes. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, I bent down and went to throw it sidearm after they did a really nice announcement for us. And it's early enough in the game where people are still showing up. Like, It's not like 50,000 people are watching this. It's more like... 25,000 people are there. Still, still a, lot a lot of people. A lot of people. Okay, yeah. even with half or three quarters away, two thirds full. So I throw it and I go, and it goes. I mean, I threw it. My joke is I threw it so far left, I brushed back Rachel Maddow. Gosh. I threw uh, it so far left, I threw it. I threw a hard ball to Chris Matthews. Okay. Wait, what, what is this, the 11th hour with Brian Williams? Here? So I threw it I so played f- Bernie Sanders some chin music. <laughs> threw it so wow. far left. Okendo doesn't even make an effort to cross and try and get it. And it, it hits this old photographer in the shin. Like, like an 85-year-old He's not that old. He was probably like 72, but he was. He seemed much older than that. A <laughs> tall photographer taking my picture. Just nailed him in the shin. He's so bad that the mascot, Fred Bird, who's the karma, had to go over and comfort the guy. Yeah, comforted the guy wow. after. It so was, then I looked at Randy like, what are you doing? You and know, then I, once he did that, I'm like, no matter what I do, it's not going to be as bad as that. And then I threw a little bit of a curve, hooked it in right into Okendo's chest. And caught it. And, and it, it was great. great. It was a great, it was a, and our kids were literally on the field with us watching so cool. us. It was so fun, but I was really upset about throwing it too far. Guys, away. you'll never believe this, but the photographer uh, who... You know, was uh, he did we, the, 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 we get through, him? I mean, I think we have him on the line okay. right now. Uh, he's calling him. in. Um, hello, this is this the old man that the Sklar brothers that hit I with hit. The pitch? In the f- All right, sir. Hello, I, you got to speak into the, the you got to speak sir. into the mic. Hello? Yeah, yeah, sir, uh, sir. I first of all, I want to apologize because I did not mean to. I wasn't throing at you. I didn't feel like. I, well, I, just, I just lost my leg. You lost your you leg lost as a result. Your leg. Yes. 
this, but I'm so old. It's okay. It's okay that you lost your. Well, I mean, I still think you need <laughs> the your logic leg. behind that is not good at all. Just because I, you're I'm old, so old, old you it's okay. You're, you're okay to lose the. You're leg. gonna lose your life soon enough it's that. It's okay. It's not this okay. Guy, this old guy seems pretty cool. It's not, you're so cool. <laughs> like, I mean, can you still take pictures for the team? No, you can't. So I, I lost my income, but it's okay. okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. I don't I know why you keep all saying this. How come you're not suing me? I feel like I would sue. I me feel like this. you were the reason why you were gonna call in was you know you're disgruntled or you're yes. upset. I just wanted him. I felt so bad for him. You felt bad for me. I know it was a little embarrassing. And and when you put it that way, who did lose more? I feel like I lost. Maybe you lost more confidence than him. that day. You lost a little face and I lost a leg. That's it's right. Okay. It's not okay. It's, I don't though. think I don't think it's totally it's not okay. okay. None of it is okay. No. Okay. You're now, not what, okay. Now, what would you say if uh, you know your family is being held hostage, and uh, you know there's ransom for six hundred thousand dollars for each of their heads, and you only have like maybe fifty thousand in the bank? Yeah, what I would, would you... say it's okay. No, it's no, not. No, it's okay. not okay. That's the whole thing See, that we're trying to go. get across. Now we're establishing. Well, we're not getting across. We're establishing what he thinks is okay. Right, right, right. right. Okay. What you have to do. What about waterboarding? How do you feel about that? That's it's not. It's not okay. okay. I don't understand. Okay. It's not okay. What do you think about sex trafficking? Sex tra- I think that's okay. It's not okay. okay. That's not okay. We're trying to. It depends. Is there it, anything? There's no. It depends with child trafficking. Is whatsoever. there anything that is not okay with you? We got to figure that out before I, we let you I, go. By the way, I bumped it up to child trafficking. You said sex trafficking. I went child trafficking. <laughs> hey, you got to keep I'm one assuming up. most and of them are children. And he said it's okay. So. Is it okay? Does that make a difference if it's child versus? They're not. Okay. They're not. Oh, they're they're not. They're Your okay. ethics scale is very, very you, frightening. Actually, you know what's not okay? What's, what's not, okay? not okay? When you're standing at a stoplight and somebody pushes the button, and you've already been there, and they push, 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 thinking that like you don't know how to do that, like that you wouldn't choose to already push the walk button. I do. That's hate I mean, okay. I am gonna agree I, with I that. I can't stand I, that. I can't. It's really frustrating. That like me, I've been standing there a while. Like, it's like, what, you think I'm too dumb what, to think, hit a, the thing? A, do you thing? think I'm too dumb or that I've never stood at a stoplight before to ever press the button? Yeah, yeah he's absolutely right. That's I mean, not okay. It's not okay And they, they keep hitting it, and they're just like, wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 like, wait, no, no, wait, no. wait. I already pressed it. I already took care of that. I love that you just walked up and look, by looking at what I'm wearing, assumed that I didn't get it right. That's not okay. It's not okay. Child trafficking, okay. Yeah, but okay. that's okay. But, in terms of foot traffic across a, a walkway, not okay. Okay, well, I just wanted to say you're okay. All right, I'm, all, I'm not you know, okay. I'm you're not, not okay. I wouldn't and think I'm not that. Okay. Don't feel bad about okay. them having all to right. cut it off right Whoa. below the knee. Ooh, God, oh, that's so hard. Dude, that's I can't a, afford a prosthetic. Oh, so. oh man, that's uh, not okay. That's I just not have okay. a wooden spoon taped to the bottom. <laughs> what? That's a you bad idea. You can't stand on that. That's not <laughs> okay. It's actually okay. It's you, not a tape to the bottom of it. Tape. It sounds like it could be very infected. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I haven't looked at it, but I think it's okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. Please go get it checked yeah, out. Yeah, go sir, get it checked please out. go get it checked okay, out. Okay, bye. Okay, okay. Bye. Wow. bye. Randy, do you feel better about... He, I feel a little worse. You no, know, it felt like he was trying to like he absolve was, you of the anything. The more he was had. trying to make me feel better, the worse I felt. You know how those people yeah. sometimes give you in a like it's, it's a, like putting more gas on that fire. I just it's felt like, like no, 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 don't feel he bad. He sounded dude. older oh. than I thought he was. Maybe yeah. you were right. He, he was sounded in his more 80s. feminine yeah. than I had remembered too. But I mean, yeah. I'm surprised he sounded not even strong enough to to take a picture, like yeah. hold up the, the like a telephoto lens. You know what I mean? He those sounded very weak. But you know, since the accident happened, he's losing limbs left and right. Entire body. Is at he lost a lot of blood because lost of that. Blood. He hasn't yeah. been able to do his job. And you know what, Rand? Just 
don't beat yourself up about I won't. that. I mean, I mean as long as he says it's okay, I feel, it's okay. I feel oh, good. Oh man, uh, uh, I gotta take this. Another call is coming in. It's actually uh, the guy who yelled at you guys. Um, Hello. Uh, yeah, sir. Hey, man. Sir, you yelled at us like way back. Actually, at Jason. So I'm uh, not and I him. and I told you at the game, and I said I took offense to the fact that you you wanted him to start the pitch. What were quicker. you in such a what rush you, yeah. to see? I wanted to see the game that I paid for. I right, fine. which you, fine. We all we pay, all pay, well we didn't we pay didn't for the pay, game, but people pay for the game. But there's a little. You don't like a little bit of fun before no, a game. You're so- making a mockery out of my favorite sport. Yeah, well, but yes, the, the first pitch. We're not making a mockery of the game, but the first pitch. You know who be, made a mockery of the game? That season's Indians yeah, team. Yeah, your team that you were rooting for. What do you mean, don't bring that? We were You're on the field. You're coming into my city, a couple of slick St. Louis kids, <laughs> and you think that you can disparage the Indians? I don't agree with it one minute. I first of all, at but, the time, the Indians could be disparaged. Let's yes. just say. They've and you know what? Better. You're right. They've gotten better. And maybe the fact that I made fun of the game that they played inspired them to be more competitive in September. Yeah, so guys, people like us couldn't be throwing get out Get it together. If we're cocking around at your first pitch ceremony, then maybe it's time to start stepping things up. Get a new manager. Let's do a thing where, like, look, it's not going to be the Sklar brothers, you know, throwing out the first pitch in late September. It's going to be Joe Rogan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's bump it up. Let's bump everything up a notch. I wouldn't like that either. You wouldn't yeah, like I know. Joe Rogan no, either? I wouldn't like if Why not? Joe Rogan, if he threw out the first pitch. He would, you would love it. First of all, he might crush the ball in his hand. If which Joe could be Rogan good. is going to do the first pitch, uh-huh. I want him to come out like an Indian and uh-huh. shoot a bow and arrow uh-huh. into the catcher's mitt. Well, hang on a second. I don't know if we're saying Indian, but if he put the ball on a crossbow and stood lit at it the on mound, fire. lit it on fire, and then shot it into the mitt, that would be great. And then turned around and we let a few wild animals loose and he shot those and then served them at the concession stand later. Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo burgers. burgers. Would you would you be down with that? Okay. All right. Okay. See? Okay. So we figured it out. We're good we to go. I do think that we, sir, have we appeased you in any way, shape, or form? We'll, we'll get on that Joe Rogan thing. I actually apologize about yelling at Th- See? Thank you. This is what I love, and there isn't enough of this in this country. When Resolution. Is, yes, and someone... I made a mistake, okay? The, you did. These are words that do not get spoken in today's America. No, this is actually the first time I've ever said sorry in Look my life. Look at this. Oh, my God. Look at this, Are Randy. you married, sir? Oh, I about seven times divorced. <laughs> okay. Well, there's so probably maybe what. Maybe if you said sorry once in a while, you'd still be with one I of don't know about that. Well, yeah. he, he at least he said he made a mistake, and so that's the first step that's towards the first step healing. To recovery. As, that's the first step well, to I don't admitting know about you've recovery, made a, but I would say admitting you made a mistake is the first step to admitting that you made, made a, mistake. a mistake. Yes. All right. Well, uh, goodbye. Uh, thanks. Oh, wow. That you know what's so cool about that is because you know obviously in the heat of the moment, Jeremiah, I was angry at him, and I came at him really hot. So yeah. You came at you came at him with some high heat. I don't and, know if he deserved that. Well, but he did. You, you didn't, didn't really apologize didn't, to him. No, he, I was actually surprised how he quickly he just like you know. Well, you know what? Because surrendered to you, dude. I don't like to apologize you're to in, people for stuff. Jason, you're an intimidating. I'm a very I want to say intimi- that you're more intimidating than Randy. I am five foot seven and a half <laughs> inches of pure, pure Jewish a dynamite. Pure fury. <laughs> pure <laughs> Jewish dynamite. You're like a Hanukkah candle ready to explode. Hanukkah candle like leaning over towards, leaning a, over towards a, a box of envelopes. Yeah, a, bo- <laughs> a Hanukkah candle of TNT. Yes. <laughs> leaning <laughs> over towards a box of envelopes. This whole town could go down. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and speak, I mean, in the context of the wildfires that we just survived in California, that's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, Hanukkah should have been, hey, guys, we're just doing electric lights this year. 
I think it's cool, Jeremiah, that you're going to have a gender reveal uh, party for your own for yourself. I think that's, that, uh, dude, you know, that, a lot of people see you from behind and they that. don't know. I will. Your wife is going to get a cake. She's going to cut into it and she's going to see find out what his true your gender, gender is. That's going to be a great moment. Please invite me to that. I will definitely do that. Uh, it's interesting because <laughs> what if what if uh, we have on the line the, right now the uh, the owner of the cake shop who is who making... is actually the chef for the my gender reveal party exactly yes. okay and so he's on the line right now if you would it's an Italian bake shop and he's making the cake for you. Uh, hello. Hey, that's so good again. You, that, you, you, hello. You sound. Do, hey. do you speak? Do you speak English? I'm you make the cake for I'm me. I'm making a cake for you, a gender reveal a cake. A gender reveal cake for me, a yeah. gender reveal cake. Let me ask you something. Now, there have been a lot more recently. This wasn't something that we grew up with. Have you, what is your name, sir? I mean, a my Luigi? No. Nope. Geppetto. Please, please. My name isn't Geppetto. It's not Luigi. Oh. It's Steve. Oh, okay, Steve. yeah, Steve. My name is Steve. I used to cut it a hair. I, I, I used to cut it a hair, now I'm making a cake. Okay. So, I cut a you hair so good. Eight dollars and I cut a you hair. No, Steve, I've been going to you for years. So you 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 cut my hair. By the way, it and used to be it used cakes. to be ten dollars and now I it's down to eight. Down to eight dollars because I say, hey, I cut a you hair. I give you a deal. I'm making you hair feel so good. Okay, so you I make, mean people compliment my hair all the time, and you do Steve, have great so. hair. I cut a you hair. Who am I talking to right now? You're, You're talking, talking to, to Jeremiah. Jeremiah, Je- Jeremiah who? Uh, Watkins. Mr. Watkins. Can I'm a- I say Right, 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 right. Mr. Watkins, I cut a you hair. So I, 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 you cut my hair. I actually had a special. I cut a you hair so good for 10 bucks <laughs> and then I cut it down to 8 bucks because I kept cutting. I keep cutting prices. You keep cutting prices. I cut everything down. Now, Steve, uh, you are the Italian chef of, um, you know. That's all right. I, cu- I make it a cake. I of the, make of all the, sorts of, of, of the gender reveal cake uh, well, for my, my so upcoming party. gender reveal cake. So I said, well, is this a new thing? Because Jen, we didn't really have gender no, reveal. We Okay. Now the people they say, oh, "Do you want to know the birth of the baby? What's the gender going to be?" And now people say, "Do you want to know my gender?" Because trans, transsexual people are, are okay. now huge in the world, and we right. love it. Now I have a special request for my gender. You uh, got it, Mr. Watkins. I love it. I say, Mr. Very, very. Lucy. Right. I okay. So um. You want me to cut a you hair for the gender? Reveal I would. Party? L- well, I no. I haven't. Seven bucks. I cut it down. I haven't. Wow. I haven't quite decided. Uh, you know which direction I'm going to go. Fair. And that's a Okay, so what I would you like for you to do? It, no, no, inside the cake, I want you to make half of the cake beef, okay? And then <laughs> the cake. and then the other uh, half. I never make a beef cake. The, uh, I make a beef pie. The, you want a beef for pie? No, no, no. I, no, I want pie. half of it to be beef <laughs> for a beef cake, and the other half to be fish, okay? Beef and fish. So, you want so, a beef cake and a fish cake? Yes. So obviously. Okay, could you make Where a sausage? You a put sa- put sausage on the left side, I and I want you to sausage. put fish. I put a so, sausage, I put a sashagura sausage, I make it, put a pepper, pepperoncini, I put a little sausage Okay, in you there. could totally do that. Pecorino, but basically, make sure it's evenly split down the middle, because I'm actually going to decide which gender I'm going to be you based on... You want me to cut it down the middle? Yeah. Because you know I used to cut it ahead. I, cut I know, right you're good at making I, cuts. <laughs> I cut it down $8. I cut a you cake. Uh, yeah. I only Charge $6 to cut Why do you keep lowering it? It kind of is worrying me <laughs> it, that the it, prices yeah. don't keep me going down but, and down. Because I feel bad. I got to charge you to cut the cake. I understand that. You but... want to cut the cake myself? No, we'll, you know no, what? No, no, no. We want you to. You cut the cake myself $5. 
All right, fine. But here's the question. <laughs> so if if it if it comes up if you cut into the if fish part, the cake and I then, he's the fish, then he's a girl. Then he's a girl. If you cut it into the beef, then he's a good boy. He's a good boy. Uh, yeah, he's a good boy. It's pretty. It's pretty logical. That makes Jay. that makes I total mean, sense. It makes Jared. sense, right? The boy, the fish is a girl, and everything's good. If okay. you find out you're a girl through this cake, Jeremiah, yeah, do yeah. you change? Do you change your name, or do uh, you just say? I think Mike, Jerry. Do you just I, become I, Jerry? I call her Jerry. I call Jerry her, Watkins. I call her Ms. Watkins. Jerry Watkins. Jerry Watkins would say, be a beautiful I women's love name. I love Jerry Watkins. <laughs> I think you know. Jerry Okay. You know how much I cut you here for? Because how much? You change from a man to a woman, $4. No, wait, wait, wait. I can't. cut it down to $4. What? It's going to be good. You keep cutting prices. You keep cutting cakes. You care. keep cutting hair. You got to control, Steve. Everything. You cut it. You're cutting you got a to... baby. You're going to have a baby? Yeah. You got to have a baby boy? Yeah. I cut his penis for you. Hey. For you're going to do a bris? You know how much? Huh. $3. $3. <laughs> $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $
Jeff, it's O'Doul's. Wait, what? Jeff, <laughs> it's O'Doul's that we're having here. I don't know why. Calm down. Don't get me started on the Sicilian. Stop, hey, stop hey, slurring oh, your man. language. There's a guy. The guy uh, who made this cake is Sicilian, for Christ's sake. Oh man, wait, he's he cuts prices, right? Yeah. He cuts prices. Uh, yeah. He cuts hair. He cuts, cuts kids' cakes. dicks. He's unbelievable. Oh yeah, speaking of dicks, don't oh, get me started on the You're not drunk, dude. I am so drunk no, right now. You're not. You're this, not. Th- this, this is O'Doul's. It's not an alcoholic beer. Big pardon? You this ever have a coarse cutter? Yeah. Okay, that's so not alcoholic. It's an. <laughs> you said it. Dude, in. I was fuking for three days after I had a you coarse were, cutter. I'm sorry, you were fuking. I was fuking for three days. Hey, he, puking. He's but. he's fine. He's not. He fine. The, he's putting on an act. Dude, I had a Red Bull once, uh, and I was up for nine days. That's not that's possible. Not true. It's, no, it's not, not true. Nor is it possible. A Red Bull cannot keep you up for nine. You know, One it, Red Bull keeps you up for it nine. It gave days. me wings, but it also might have been the meth I took. Okay, well, there, that is it. Uh, on our old show, Cheap Seats, there was a guy. Uh, but there was a guy. Michael Schalter, Showalter played Ron Parker. Mm-hmm. It was Cheap Seats without Ron Parker, mm-hmm. and there was one line he did. I was recently showing it to my son. <laughs> It made me laugh so hard just by the emphasis of the word that he got. He's like, I'm going to go to the staff ridge and I'm going to grab myself a Red Bull. <laughs> that, the emphasis <laughs> on <laughs> bull, putting, making bull the operative word of that phrase made me laugh. So it was the <laughs> dumbest non-joke, silly thing to do. But I was laying in bed with my son, showing it on the phone, and I thought I was not going to be able to catch my breath ever again. I was laughing so hard at that. That is showalter being showalter. That's uh, I love so it whenever funny. people who are usually like not familiar or something, or sometimes elderly people, put the emphasis on the wrong. <laughs> that's my favorite. But that's what he was doing. He yeah, was yeah, trying yeah. to be an out of touch. He was exactly. trying to be cool, but he was out of touch. I'm yeah, gonna no, go to Staffridge. I'm gonna grab myself. A Red Bull. (laughs) (laughs) Who has ever put the emphasis on that? It's perfect. I think that's the first. It made me so happy. It's so funny how little things like that just make you. Dude, one of my favorite uh, memories of you guys is whenever we were doing uh, Moon Tower in Austin. And uh, for, I don't know how long, maybe at least five minutes straight, uh, straight, we were all singing Bowie Died of Space Aids. Yeah, well. It was the opening to. Uh, no, it was not the opening. It was the musical interlude. Oh, it was the music interlude on uh, Moon Age Daydream. Yeah. Moon Age Daydream, which was the song we I'm did. I'm an alligator. I'm a mama papa coming for you. Uh, so fun and then there's just a point where it like it just keeps playing and keeps playing and goes all right freak out all far out and all this stuff and then we just started getting an entire crowd of people to be like bowie died he did not die of cancer he died of of space Space aids everybody bowie died of space aids bowie died of space aids bowie died of space aids Bowie died of space aids. 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 And so it's just, and got a whole, literally the entire Antones yeah. to sing that. Uh, and it was an homage to him. I mean, look, he's probably the only guy who's ever died of space aids. Yeah. And oh, wow. Uh, Bowie's calling in right now. Bowie's calling in right now. Hello. 
Hi, David Bowie. Are you calling from the great from the, beyond? From the great beyond? I'm calling from the great beyond. Oh, man. Can First I ask? of all, can we just say we're enormous fans of yours? Huge. Thank you so much, loves. I even loved Lazarus. Can I just say that? Your final, the, the last I loved album. you on extras. I thought you were great yeah, on extras. you were really good on extras. Why did you think of my film, The Labyrinth? Oh, I thought it was great. It was I a little confusing. Show- it was like a maze. It was like that he's I trying to get through it, and sometimes at times we couldn't get through it. It's actually a metaphor for life. Yeah, yes, of course it is. Sure it is. Of course sure it, is. it is. And now death. So can you describe what The Great Beyond is like? Is it, what's there? Like, what oh, here am I sitting in my tin can. So you're in literally inside of it. You're in space. I'm far above the, the world. world. Did you know that planet Earth is blue? Is there anything you can do? Is there anything? There's nothing I can do. Okay, good. See, that's the thing. (laughs) 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 Oh man, dude, this is so great to talk to you about all this stuff. So, all did you? Well, I think the question is: a lot of people thought you died of cancer. We obviously posited an answer. Space Thank That's what you. We you contracted AIDS, not not from a blood transfusion, not from sex with a man, not from sex with a woman. Although all those things you've experienced multiple times in your life. I was smiling from the great beyond when I heard all of you singing in Austin. That right. felt and so then, good. You put you, the you put the ass in asteroids. You really put the ass. <laughs> you put the ass in asteroids. You put the ass in asteroids. And you uh, and you took one for the team. And t- truthfully. We will never, ever fully understand uh, Space Aids until we get some sort of... We're, we're going to take a step by asking you... Space Aids. Oh, yeah, dude. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, uh, Which fa- is... Is that one of your sponsors today? Is Jeremiah still here? I don't know where he is, but I, I, I don't this know. This show is. brought to you by... Space Aids. I mean, the fact that Space Aids is sponsoring this show—it's uh, sort of the uh, the intergalactic disease-based Squarespace. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. It's Squarespace Aids. Square Squarespace Aids. Squarespace Aids. Thank you, Bowie. Uh, if I was yes, not a problem. They've been sponsoring me for a while. <laughs> of course they have. Yeah. Of course they have. Uh, why well, not? Uh, I'm looking for more sponsors. By the way, I'm doing a new podcast from the great beyond. You're doing a podcast in the Great Beyond? We should do it with you. We should call it Ziggy Sklardust. Can we do that? Ziggy Sklardust. Oh, dude. Yeah. Can we please do that, Jay? Ziggy. It's just us and David Bowie from the Great Beyond suffering or, it, you know. Ziggy Sklardust is quite the name, fellas. I enjoy it quite a bit. <laughs> Ziggy played a Sklar. Mm-hmm. Come on. I mean... Ziggy <laughs> played a Sklar. Jamming with Jason and Randy. And a monster and, from uh, Mars. Jason and Randy and a couple of Sklars. Come on, please. He played those guitars. I mean, listen, I think. He played those two Sklars. <laughs> I, I think uh, Ziggy Sklardust would be a great podcast. I wanna, what, what would we talk about, Jay? I mean, or Bowie, whoever wants to answer that question. I mean, I think we should talk about sports. Because no one knew sports. I don't know much about sports. But you could learn. I can maybe learn. Right. You can learn about sports and you can learn about space sports. I can learn. There's actually a lot of space sports out here. What kind of space sports are there? Well, there's interdimensional star wrangling. Uh, Interdimensional star wrangling. I'm in a star wrangling fantasy league. 
And I want I have you to know, Zaxi- I have Should I be sitting Zaxios this week or should I be playing her? You should be playing her. Okay, I'll put her She's in. She's a good flex option. She is a good flex option. I appreciate it. Who are some of your choices for your intergalactic star wrangling team? Uh, I got Zaxon uh, starting. Zaxon starting. Um, I've got New Close. New Close. Well, New Close is a backup, but you know what? The guy who's in front of him is on a bye. I was thinking of playing. I am bye. You right. are bye. You're, <laughs> You're on a bye every week. I'm on a bye every week. <laughs> yeah, good. Thank God. And uh, I've got uh, Plutonon. Plutonon was going to. I was going to start Plutonon. Plutonon, I dropped him last season oh, because yeah. the calf string incident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that. that. And also, you were carrying one too many Wranglers. You got to have like. That yes. was because of the. the What is Bowie doing right now? Is he reaching into his bag of tricks? Bowie's learning how to speak in a different way. And what I, I first of all, space aids. Oh god, <laughs> space aids can really affect a Look. star wrangling team and a star wrangling fantasy team, and it can. And and, and 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 space as, aids is a serious condition. It is. Disclaimer: it, After listening to this podcast, you may encounter space aids. And uh, the thing about it is this: if we continue to, you know, think it's not real and think it's a joke, and right? Don't we're only going to see more and more cases. Uh, people might be mad that we're that we're talking about this. We're bringing attention to Corey Hames, Space Aids. Space Aids affects four out of five intergalactic beings. Okay, so Corey Hames, Space, Space Aids. Aids, the guy who Space Aids. the guy who guarded Jupiter's sixth moon. Space, Space Aids. Aids. OJ Simpson, Space, Space Aids. Aids. Matt Lauer did not have space aids. Gave it to another woman. He was a carrier. <laughs> he was a carrier. It was dormant within him. And gave then it to he someone. The, pressed he the button. The door behind him. Pressed the door on his desk. And button gave on his, the desk. And then gave, gave someone space. space gave space aids and to, to an intern, which was and that's not, not nice. fair. Have you guys seen that Nanette special? I have not seen it. I've fully seen all some of it. Yeah. What do you think, Jay? I saw space just the aids. beginning. Yeah. No, I don't think there was. <laughs> I don't think that was it. No, I don't think that. Yeah, I love the discussion that is it comedy or is it not comedy? Yeah, it's whatever you want it to be. And by that's this. By the way, the same conversation people have about space aids. Is it space, space aids, aids or is it not space aids? Is you know? space aids aids? It. What is it? What we is don't it? Know. We're like it's. Man, I watched that in that special. I got space aids. You got space uh, aids from no watching. There's get no way to get it transmitted straight from the thing. Here's what I would say to people. It's a special. So it is special. And that's all you can say about it. Right? It's special. It is a special. Yes, I rather enjoyed that special. Of course you did, because it was about it was breaking barriers. Oneself, breaking, a, barriers. breaking barriers, breaking things down, maybe tickling people in an area they don't want to be tickled uh, at times. <laughs> I bet you like a good uh, tickle. Yeah. Where are I you love ticklish? A good tickle. You ticklish on the tip of your nose, Bowie. I might be There oh, we go. The is. tip of his coke nose. He's Actually, a little ticklish. You know, I'm also ticklish on my 14th vertebrae. Okay. I didn't know that. With a feather. Oh, nice. Wow. With a feather on the 14th vertebrae, that to me, new album by Bowie. Bowie. Feather on the 14th vertebrae. vertebrae. <laughs> I love it. Stick it in your ear and start to say, Bowie died of space aids. Bowie died of space aids. Bowie died of space aids. Uh, that's fantastic. We lost Bowie. I don't know uh, where he went. You know lost what? Lost him, but you know what? He's, he's with us at he's all with times. Us at all times. He, he'll I never feel like leave my heart. lose him, but we lost connection with him. But he'll we'll never, never leave our hearts. Him. That's yeah. right. That's Let's fine. get into this next segment. We should. Fanning out. Fanning out. Questions from fans. 
I reached out to people on the social medias and asked yeah. them if they could ask the Sklar Brothers any questions. I love it. What would it be? You know, it's very funny. Out of any guests that I've had mm-hmm. on this show, mm-hmm. you the had most, the least. No, no, no. The most sexual questions out of any uh, guest. What? <laughs> and I, I, I went through, uh, I might ask you and one you or two. And you had Jenna Jameson. And, and all I people had... wanted to talk about is how she's dropping the weight. She does a, she does mean... a li- 80 pounds just came off. It's just the weight just drops off with her kaleo diet. Kaleo. Man, she got space age. No, no she, that ain't possible. She doesn't have space age. That ain't right, man. Space age. Come on, man. So uh, I'll go with some non-sexual Good ones go first. For and then, um, so at Eminent Pulsar mm-hmm. on uh, Twitter, do you compete against each other to be the funnier slash healthier brother? If so, <laughs> is it harmful or beneficial? Oh, funnier and healthier are two diametrically yeah, opposed Yeah, if concepts. you're funny, yeah. you're usually pretty you're unhealthy. Sick. Uh, I don't think like remember when Joe Piscopo like just worked out all the time. You're like, oh, he lost. He worked out all the funny out of. Oh him. yeah, he lost. That being was so funny. weird. It's like he too. It's like he banged the funny into the babysitter. Uh, <laughs> so I look. I think for us, Randy and I, you know, because our fates are tied to each other. You know, if either one of us is being funny, it ends up helping the two of us, and so we kind of come from this mentality. We did. We never had a competitive. Uh, streak. In yeah, our I, mean, I don't sit around. It, and by the way, you know it if you just feel it inherent. You can't make yourself feel competitive. You, you can't, just you feel can't force the competitiveness, and you can't force it out of you. Right. I think if you are naturally competitive, then you like I've met naturally competitive. We know competitive people who just can't handle anybody else's success or anything. I'm super competitive, but I'm extremely logical. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Totally like, makes like, sense. like I'm like I'm a, like a go getter, and like if you. If I play somebody in sports, like I, you know, I'd want to win, but I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to ruin a relationship over losing or whatever. Correct. You know what I mean? Correct. Yeah. I have a strong sense of justice. So if I feel like someone is unjustly being taken down or an injustice is happening, that's when my competitive dander gets raised. And then like, I can't allow anything to get to slip by. I have to fight back. Yeah. So there's like a little bit of a fight in me that is that way, but never really on the two of us. Now we demand a lot out of each other in the way that you would, I mean, you probably are very hard on yourself or you want yourself, like if you're not up to the level that you demand of yourself, Mm -hmm. then you probably are like, what am I doing? I got to get, I got to get together. We actually are that way with each other. And maybe that's because we share DNA. Well, I, I think, uh, I mean, definitely it's part of that, but I, you know, I have a music comedy duo with Pat Reagan and yep. all, and, all, and the same way with working with mm-hmm. any, anybody who have been in duos or trios with, whether it's like the wave, whether it's, mm-hmm. uh, Reagan Watkins or working with like Josh Adam Myers on the comedy jam, yep. the way I talk to those guys, because we're so closely working, I have like, I've gotten more mad at them than anybody else. Probably than with. your wife. Oh, yeah. ab- absolutely! Yeah. I've never talked to my wife way. the way that I've I've talked to like Pat Reagan or something about something creative or after yep. a performance. Like, right. what, 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 like, what yeah. was that? Yeah, yeah. because exactly. you demand a lot out of that. Like, person. if if the other person, what if after sex with your wife, you're like, what was that? What was that? Why did you bail the fuck huh? on the stick? Don't bail on Why me. Why did you bail on that? We get on that. You, you didn't commit. Literally, get on the stick. <laughs> get on the stick. <laughs> Jesus. Space age. Space age. Stick. Stick it. Uh, now, do you guys, I mean, I, I know you probably auditioned for a lot of stuff together, but do you guys go against each other for certain roles? Is that hard to not get competitive with um, that kind of stuff? You know, what yeah. ends up happening, I don't think we get competitive, but we do, like, in a weird way, 
you like want to succeed and then in other ways success creates more issues and problems like i booked a pilot for true tv a couple years ago and 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 he didn't and we both went up for the same role and then once i got it even though it didn't become a show but had it become a show then we would have had to deal with like my availability for other stuff and what we were doing it was just that was stressful it put a new level of stress on the two of us you know i did um curb your enthusiasm and then once i did that and i wasn't like a regular character that could bring in another person i just was a guy in a shop who fought with larry that then meant that randy probably couldn't do the show and that was kind of a bummer and so there are certain moments like that and i think you know we we wrote a roast joke about it when we were roasting each other on the roast battle i said uh every time we've actually gone up against each other one of us has gotten the role it's been me and i was like so randy will get another acting role on his own when Kevin Spacey gets a kid's choice award. It could happen. It could Um, totally happen. But no, but there is something that's sort of interesting. I don't know why that is. Maybe I just had better performances in those moments because we both had decent performances and things and we've done things separate from each other. But, uh, that can be competitive in a weird way, but then it ends up being more like well, it logistically a, it a nightmare. Uh, yeah, logistically, but it's also like since you guys do an act together and you have s- such similar sensibilities, it's I'm sure like like kind of like well, what was the thing? You you're more like a curiosity kind of right. thing, or they're just like a lot of times if we both go out for something, we'll cancel each other out. People are like, well, I don't know who to choose between the two of them. So yeah, I mean, yeah, they're so they're out of it. <laughs> you know, you kind of right. cancel. So a lot of times we'll go in on roles that for one person and say, what if it was two? And and you either get to the very end and it's a different choice from the first one. And if people are creative enough to choose it, you get it, and then you get to do what you want to do. Or that's the reason why you don't get it. Gotcha. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, at Yay Pizza. Uh, my buddy Jared Sova from Kansas City. Do you have any hatred for Kansas City? Is that a real rival rivalry? <laughs> Hashtag STL versus KC. I don't think there is, <clears throat> although I am fascinated with, and we've been to Kansas City, the Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri. Dude, whenever I say I'm from Robert. Kansas City, because I'm uh, from I'm on the Kansas side. You're on the Kansas uh, side. They look down their noses. No, dude, Missouri looks when, down when, their noses at Kansas. Oh, absolutely. Whenever whenever I say uh, I'm from Kansas City, people are like, oh, cool. Which part? And then I'll, I'll be like, oh, this side. They're like, oh, you're from the Kansas side. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Okay. Okay. See, I feel like, and we said this in our stand-up when we were there, that there should that we should build a wall between Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri. Not between Mexico and America. <laughs> no. You know who we should make pay for it? Mexico, Missouri. Yeah, Boom, there you go. <laughs> people, those people are taking our jobs. They're coming, caravan, up, from Mex- they're coming up from caravan. Mexico, coming up from, from tabletop. Table uh, rock. Ta- look, I, I think uh, there's a caravan of people coming up from Joplin. We got to stop it. We got to stop it. Kansas happening City has the worst airport, by the way, in America. It is just a circle of hell. You just start walking around. It's one of those things where well, I love I, that you can I pull th- right th- up to it. I think it's one of the easiest. Oh, it's easy. It's but certainly then, like, easy. There was a point in time where we were like, where's our luggage? Where do we go down to get our luggage? There's no down. We're like, where's our luggage? Oh, they just threw a bunch of bags like Over next by to a Starbucks. Starbucks. It's like, where are we in a prison? I, dude, What's I don't know. I, and it like may be because I'm from jail. there, but I love flying in there because it's so easy. It is easy, but just like it does at times, you're like, should there be like, it does feel like you're in like a prison. You're like, it's like all concrete. It's a circle. You feel like you're walking the yard. Like, you're, where's you're, the baggage claim? Ask the guy. Ask the guard up in the crow's. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, wait, should people be working? 
<laughs> Should people be spotlight running on you <laughs> looking for luggage? Should people be working out with free weights next to Starbucks? That feels. Uh, I think a me. guy is bench pressing my luggage right now. <laughs> Stewardess said, "When you get out of the airport, punch the biggest guy you see yeah, immediately, be, and just she, let them know said, you're Don't crazy. be anyone's bitch. That should never be come out of a they stewardess's mouth. They said, "Before you get into this airport, we have to take That's your actually shoelaces." Kansas City Airport slogan: "Don't be anybody's." Yeah, bitch. they they took our shoelaces when we got there. It was like they didn't want us to hang ourselves. Dude, they gave us Velcro issued shoes. It was wild. Yeah, it was. It said, here, fill this pillowcase with Coke cans and just start swinging. When I, you just, get <laughs> I just started working at the Kansas City <laughs> there, Library. There was in-flight ramen on the plane. <laughs> uh, I found God before I found my suitcases. Exactly. So I was like, guys, just stay away, from, from, the airport. Stay the away from the Aryans. The airport. I found God before I found a shoe shop. Uh, what is going on there? <laughs> All right. Uh, so there is no rivalry. There's not I mean, really. Not dude. really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Kansas City beat us in the 85 World Series. If there was instant Any, replay, yeah, we, we would have won. won. So, yes, you feel a little bit of anger. But the Cardinals have won a bunch since then, so who cares? Yeah. Uh, at- and this is what I will say lastly about Kansas City. Kansas City, to me, always felt like a little more west. So it was a little cooler. It was a little more open than St. Louis. So a little more like wild do westy. You li- do you like the barbecue better in St. Louis or Kansas City? St. Louis doesn't really have. Yes, they do. They Pappy's do. is great. Yeah, and so good. is uh, now Salt and Smoke. That's yeah, great. Salt and Smoke is great. I've heard That's a lot about Salt Really good. Smoke, and yeah. then we went to, uh, when we, we did, do we, which one did we go to? Arthur Bryant's? Arthur Bryant's. Yeah, and just people yelling at you. Yeah, just people yelling at you. Uh, may I take your order? Uh, yes, 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 you may. You may. Just yeah. please stop yelling at me. Here we go. Uh, My favorite at Arthur Bryant's is like... <laughs> was it Arthur Bryant's? No, or? on the menu is the logo is, the is a guy... Went? Yeah, the logo is a guy in... A top hat. Top hat and tucks and like spats. Like, when did this and guy... And white gloves. White you gloves. know the way you wear white gloves to go eat to barbecue. barbecue. Yeah. yeah. My oh my, here are my barbecue <laughs> eating gloves. Excuse me, I need to pick up my barbecue. I have a small query. Is my barbecue is ready? Is my barbecue ready? Big pot. Extra where, sauce. Where is my pulled pork sandwich? <laughs> I would love to feast My on gloves it. are on. I'd like to eat it. Yes, uh, forgive the moist towelettes. I have white gloves. White gloves. Will you hold these for me? Oh, man. Sarah. It was so good, though. Yeah, we did like barbecue there. I and mean, the other thing we loved there is there was like... Wasn't there like level 39? That's a great There was one. the Negro Leagues Museum, yeah. which yeah. if you like hockey, that is... The I actually want to get one of those uh, Kansas City Monarch hats. Oh, my God. Those are dope. So cool. Those are really it's cool. Really yeah, cool. Yeah. It's cool. It's All just right. a cool area. Uh, I like this question. At Morrison James, if Jeremiah had a twin, what would his name be? <laughs> Adolf. Adolf. Adolf Watkins. Uh... Adolf Watkins, <laughs> Jeremiah and Jamal. I think uh, Jeremiah and Jamal Watkins Jer- would be that would be so great. Jeremiah and Jamal would be like a a white jazz duo. Jeremiah and Jamal. This is Jeremiah and Jamal. And you guys would only play like outdoor festivals in Telluride. Jamal. So I Jamal Jazz would, Brunch with Jeremiah and Jamal. Jazz Brunch with Jeremiah Ooh, and Jamal. Now that Come is on. A, jazz Brunch with Jeremiah and Jamal. I'm a, in. That's a sexy podcast right it there. Is sexy. I love, mm. I love it. Uh at Dirk Robert sixty five on Instagram, which one of you guys got laid first and was the other one jealous? Uh I got laid Randy. first. I got laid first in high school. Um now that I have like a daughter who's about to be in high school, I'm like, that was too early, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't get late till after high school. Yeah, high school. 
Were you jealous? No. no. Nah, you want to experience that. Were you? Were, were you? Curious, I mean, I yeah, say. you were probably just like, "What happened? Yeah, like, what? Like, amazing. how did that go down? Like, like after I was just like, "Oh my god!" I I was excited and I didn't want all the details because I don't know why that kind of grossed me out or not grossed me out, but it just I didn't want to know that's too much. Like, it wasn't shared. like we weren't sherry we were like private that. about like, that. Like, like, <laughs> you, like it happens. You're like, trust me, brother. Nothing's gonna change. The next day of school, you're wearing a leather jacket. Yeah, hair's like back. back. Do and I know like, you? It's like Jay's like, hey, Rand. I'm like, what? Who, who's who this? Is guy? Who's it? What? Who's this Joker? <laughs> Where? Suddenly have an accent. Who? Yeah. Hey, who's, uh, hey, who's this Joker? Hey, you want to know some facts? Hit me up later. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, I'm sorry, I don't talk to kids. Uh, it was yeah. Hey, you're I, gonna have to replace the New Balance <laughs> shoes you wear. They disgust yeah. me. Those are old balance. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Those are out of balance. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like, so I mean, I would say, Joey Coco Diaz. I would say that if I was not sexually active at all, I think I, it would have been bizarre. I mean, but I wasn't like I wasn't. So, I mean, I was still knew it would be a matter of time. Yeah, it was like I was. I had a girlfriend in Israel. It was the time we were out of the country. It was like. Actually, that's important. kind like that's kind of what it like. So <laughs> because you're like in a dorm right. room, not in your own house. Yeah. Your parents, yeah. There's like not figuring out how we got to figure out when the parents are gone or how can we make this happen. And and, so. and you know what? It was it was a time because we're old. I mean, we're this is like, you know, mid to late 80s, late 80s. This was the 20s. This was, was the, the late 80s. Were different, all the right? roaring 80s. The, the bef- roaring 80s. <laughs> Before the iPhone. So it was a time <laughs> when. Desktop computers were the rage. You Oregon Trail was a real thing. All right, so we, she was working at, as a cocktail waitress in a in a cocktail bar uh, when I met her. That much was true. All right, so so Randy and I, uh, but it was a different time in the sense that you. There was zero social media. There was zero pressure. Like the pressure more anonymous in a great way. Like not everyone was in your business, so it became about the two people, and it was like. Is the person you're involved with ready for something like this? And if they yeah. were, then you could have it could have happened when you were 15. But if you weren't involved with the kind of people who were ready to take that step and you weren't there yourself and there wasn't the right opportunity to do it, it might not happen all throughout high it's school. It's kind of like it was like summiting Everest for us. Yeah, you know, all the conditions had to be right or else like someone die. could die. Uh, but no, but it, it's that's funny because that's what we say about comedy too. Tell me if you agree with that. Not to make a tangent, but we say doing performing stand up comedy is like summoning Mount Everest. All the conditions could be perfect, and you can still die. You gotta. It's very true. It, and and I think people we say that when we see people doing comedy, not to make this about that, and they're not doing well. I'm never like that's a bad comedian. I'm always like comedy's harder than you thought it was. Oh, dude. Whenever the room is sometimes perfect and everybody's killing, you can go up there and say the first line wrong and your set is done sometimes. Or, or you follow, you... or if you're in between two killers. Re- yeah. Yeah, like I remember we we had met him in Portland. This is before he got huge. Uh, and he opened for us. And then midway through the week, we switched him to the feature because he was so good, Ron Funches. And then he was like just about to have his, he kind of was done with his half hour and was like about to have his hour. So he had the most killer half hour ever. And we had just finished an hour. And so we're like, almost like you take a haircut, a bad haircut, you got to let it grow out a little bit. And you're on the first beginnings of your next hour. And we brought him up with us to San Francisco. We couldn't follow him. He was just, and by the way, his comedy and his style and his energy, so, so compatible with ours in so many ways. But like, 
he was just joke, 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 incredible. And we were finding our way. And it was like a very hard weekend for us because he is so good and he should be closing out shows anyway. But it was like, yeah, all the conditions seem perfect. This guy killed. They're ready to go. And then we get up there and it's like not happening. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Happens. Anyway. Uh, At Sean Bads on Instagram, what podcast do you guys listen to? Oh my God! Uh, what do we listen to? I, I listen just, to this one. Yeah, listen to this one. I also listen to. Uh, I think the ones I listen to lately, I listen to the Thirty for Thirty six part series on uh, Bikram Yoga, and it was unreal. It blew my mind. I thought it was amazing. I didn't realize they had a podcast. <clears throat> yeah, they did. They listen do. And to, that's great. Yeah, I listen. We listen to Serial. I listen to S Town. I listen to uh, Missing Richard Simmons, which was crazy and insane. I love those sort of. I like there was Harmontown. Like a, Town. Harmontown. I, I, really I like good. WTF. I like uh, You Made It Weird. I like. Um, I love the Dollop. The oh Dollop is great. Yeah, it's like whatever I can get to. My favorite murder. My favorite so murder. Fun. Or sometimes I'll listen to a lot of like during the fall. I'll listen to like Michigan football podcasts. Yeah, I like a very specific podcast about like Michigan sports. This fall, whole fall, I've been listening to like a consuming every single podcast because it was really fun. And I think, I mean, I think Rogan's a phenomenal interviewer and and just in, fascinating. Like, like fascinating. It's a great podcast. Great podcast. I mean, it is just and Segura, your mom's yeah, house, yeah, your is mom's also house, great. which we've done, and it's just great stuff. I There's mean, a like, lot of great stuff out there. I do it when I'm like going to take a hike, and I'm like, okay. Even if this podcast is an hour and a half, I'm going to pull it, put it at 1.5 speed. Yeah. I'm going to take this hike up over this mountain, and so I'm going to listen to people being funny, and uh, it's going to re- not remind me that it, I'm it is this It is this balloon that carries you. I, oh, I totally. fully understand how people consume our podcasts, you know, that, that it helps I love listening through. to podcasts on drives or, or like flights, when I'm working on stuff for my computer or whatever. Flights. Flights, yes. drives, and exercise. That's podcast. Which is the me. new Steve Martin, John Candy movie. movie. Oh, They're going to rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Not, not John Candy, Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. I know he's not, he's not dead. dead. I just, just want him to get a good night's sleep. Having kids, uh, I'll tell you that a good night's sleep he's is He's got a dozen a kids, right? They're cheaper by the dozen. Yeah, I think okay. Hey. 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 Uh, tonight we have Steve Martin on the show. Stay with us. Nate Tiny Archibald will dozen. be farting in my mouth. Uh, kids. Oh, that's. Uh, no, it's his new movie. It's cheaper by the dozen. Cheaper by the dozen. Here we are. Weird. Uh. Andrew Jonah Price on Instagram. Who's the biggest troublemaker growing up? Oh, we were good kids. Good kids. We, we did not cause kids. trouble. Yeah. That was a good we kid. were good kids. We loved our parents, and we just sort of like understood they were <laughs> they weren't always stressed, but like you know we didn't have money, and they worked really hard. So it was like, man, they're working too hard for us to try and fuck with them. But like, I don't know. We we did get into some shit. Like we actually avoided. We were lucky. We like were we luck- got, like we were drinking at age fourteen and like out by this lake by this apartment got complex. Got caught cops. by the cops and like, thankfully we were just I don't know. I mean, I mean they, you're having sex as a teenager. I was, man. And then we, you we, know, we, as soon as that happened, your voice changed. Yeah. It totally dropped. Oh, hey man, that's oh, my voice. Hey man, I had sex recently. Mm-hmm. And, you're sixteen, uh, Randy. Jason, you a nerd, yeah, man. You don't I understand it, bro. You, hey man, you don't even know what this is about at all. Man. I don't. No idea. 
That's no idea. He's got I, no clue. Tell me what it's about. Well, you can't know until hey, you know. You can't know until you know. You can't know until you know. <laughs> can't know until you know is Thank all you. I'm saying. Thank you, 16-year-old voice of me. Thank you. Tell him that he can't know until he knows. Man, I'm the 16-year-old voice of Randy, right? Right and after a lot Seth. of things that you can't know until you know, okay? Tell him how soft the walls of a woman's vagina is. Okay. He can't know, though. You it, can't know, though. I was you. about to tell you how thank soft you. and how plushy mm-hmm. and how velvety Just and how pillowy they are. They're, be- they're beautiful. One time I... Because I'm imagining like a, a, a thinly sliced but really nice like um, sashimi. Have like you that. ever been inside a bologna waterbed no, before? No, come on. 16-year-old <laughs> never been inside That's one not what it's like, 16-year-old voice. All right. Me. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> You're asking him to get in the frame mind framework of things that it doesn't relate to. Okay. You uh, ever slid open a rabbit? You ever slid open a rabbit? Ever, and, man, that sounds like a serial killer. Kind you, of thing. you ever slid open a rabbit and just stuck your dick in it? I mean, I'm just asking. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't know till you know. You know what I'm saying? You don't know until you know. You don't know until you know. Thank right. you, six-year-old boy. Now you know. By the way, to me, if I ever smoked Snoop's weed, uh, that is what is he it, would okay, sound so like to I, me. By the way, I did smoke Snoop's weed. Roast Battles Season 2, we were shooting at House of Blues. Uh, Snoop Dogg. I was, in the, I was in the green room. You were in the green I room. I was literally in that circle. Snoop Dogg's there, and he's like, he's got, Snoop Dogg's got a joint. And he's passing Bad. around a joint. Meanwhile, I watched him smoke six of those throughout the taping, okay? So fat, like a Louisville slugger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it comes to me, and you do not pass it. You got to take it. If Snoop hands it to you, because in my brain, I'm like, Snoop's weed is so good, it probably came from a plant that was like, came from Bob Marley's grave. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that strain is what was then replanted and redone. So he's got that. I took two puffs, and as I was driving home from. You were in a car service. You yeah, weren't driving. It, as I was going home in a car service. He was service. so high. No, I was not he driving. He hired a car service. He hired a car service. I was so high. So high. I had a car How service. How high was he? Okay. I had a BLS limo. I fell asleep in the trunk of a BLS limo. Uh, no, and I get in the car service, and by the time we got from got to Sunset and La Brea, which is only like a mile away, a mile and a half from where we were, I had forgotten where we were what time of day it was, what we were doing, what I had just done. I, it was unbelievable what how time disorder- period. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what are we in the Renaissance? Who What's is happening? president now? It was insane. And I was like, man, I just watched him smoke six of these and I kind of don't even know where we are. How does he communicate? So anyway, if you smoke snooze weed, you sound like the 16 year old voice. Of me. Yes, that's right. No, that's yeah. Right. I was actually I rem- like I was in that circle in that room and I was like, I don't smoke, so I I was like, it was one of those moments where I was like, you should have. Is, is this it? And this I was like, it. I he 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 went like this. I was like, I'm good, thanks, man. Yeah, dude. I did not say that. I said I'm all. Now, if that's not a dare commercial, I don't know uh, what hey, is. Hey, hey. Snoop hands it to you. Look at how strong Jeremiah was. Uh-huh. <laughs> For nothing. What have I done? <laughs> no, nothing, man. I nothing. don't know why. I say nothing, man. Uh, at Brant Hamilton, what is your single weirdest interaction with Adam McKay? Oh, oh my God. I love Adam. First of all, every interaction that we've ever had with him has been amazing. The dude is the nicest, most generous. You know who Adam McKay is, director of Anchorman and obviously Academy Award winning director. Um, He's got the new Dick Cheney movie coming out called Vice. Dude, I am so excited. So that's his movie. He did the big short. He's so I literally, just to go off that trailer whenever I saw it, I literally got chills whenever it revealed. 
the names of the in the credits that it was Christian Bale. Oh yeah, in that as I literally Katie. was like, what? He's he's amazing. <clears throat> so I just every time is great. So Adam McKay asked us to go to Vegas. Chaney is basically the Penguin from Batman, right? Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm the president. I'm the president. Uh, so he he starts eating fish. <laughs> you do what I say. Huh? Is it a fish cake or a, anyway? So uh, he so McKay asked us to come to uh, Vegas, which we're not big Vegas people. Jay and I, I, I never really understood. Do you like it. Vegas? No. So like I I enjoy it for one day. Two days of the very most. I you know what? I, gambling, it's too repetitive for me. So it's very repetitive. And you know what? Gambling is a really weird thing. I have a weird relationship with gambling because I can't enjoy. Like, it ruins my trip if I lose money. Like, I literally am like. Yep. I, I think about it too much. It's so hard for me to earn this money to sit down at a table and in five minutes throw away $1,000 or 600 bucks or 400 bucks. I it it actually makes me go. This whole trip sucks. I hate everything about this place. And I should be able to just you know toss some money around. But it's like if you the lose loss. it in five minutes. I think you have to have so much money for you it don't to be care. fun. Right. That yeah. you literally don't care if you lose like ten grand or whatever. Yeah, like, oh, like, you know, it's a wild weekend or yeah. whatever. Yeah, you have to be able to have enough capital. There are people who lose like two million dollars or yeah. fifty, or even simply like. But you're saying like in our like sphere. In <laughs> That's our still realm. like my my poor person frame yeah. of thought. Like ten thousand no, dollars. but I mean, but but, they're, I, they're, but, they're, it, but that is really within. There the are sphere. poker hands that are the buy-in is ten grand. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So I mean, or, or even blackjack. I, I do slots. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, so slots or sluts. Uh, okay, so uh, we went with McKay to There we go, sixteen-year-old Randy. So uh, we go to do and host McKay's uh, fantasy NBA draft with his friends, and we did. Con- we it was so we ran it. We ran the draft and did oh, comedy dude. in front of his buddies and him, and it was. He was so touched that we came, and he put us up there and did it. And then at the end, he was like, when we they finished, I mean, it was like. A suite at the MGM, and we're upstairs, and lobster delivered to the. It was, fin- I mean, it was, it was so much fun, and and steaks and lobster. It was just, it was so great, and I love these guys. All the guys who were there were amazing. And then afterwards, he was like, "Hey, let's head down to the casino, just me and him." He was like, "And Jay, I don't know you. He's like, You're like, I'll meet you there." It's like, "Hey, let's head down to the casino." Neil Flynn. Oh, Neil Flynn and uh, Tom Sharpling. So he's like, hey. That's another podcast I love. Yeah, it's another one. Best, the best uh, show on WM. Oh, so good. Best show. I call it the best show. It's the best show. I call it the best damn show. And so he like had gave me like a a thing of like $100 of chips and was like, let's go play. And so we went down and played on the don't pass line, which is in craps, which is like the dickiest thing you can do. You're betting on the person. You're hoping the table all loses. loses. You're betting to lose. You're betting against. So you, you like bet you're betting the against the roller. You're going to yeah, bet like, and they're going to crap out a roll of seven. So there's a roller just wanting to roll his or her point and you're betting that he's not going to do it or she's not going to do it. And so you're immediately the villain of the table and he's doing that and I'm doing it with him. He's like, I made so much money doing this last night. Uh, I... Lost $100 like in three minutes. I went to the ATM. Bad idea. And pulled out another like $300 and immediately lost 200 of that. And I'm like, okay, this is terrible. We go to play back rat. I've never played my entire life. Sharpling and Jay come over. And I give what's left of my money to Jay, who then sits down at the back rat table. We sit next to these two younger Asian women who I thought... Though there was another, there were older, older Asian, Asian women and then two younger, kind of hotter Asian women right next to us. And they're all playing. And I thought the two, and this is how racist I am. I thought the two older women 
were their, their mothers. Moms. And like they had just met each other. But they're yo, like, your mom's are hanging out with you. Yo, that's crazy. Yo, your mom's yo, your is right mo- there. What my 16-year-old me, what yo, was your that? Mo- Do your moms and you want to hang out? Do your moms and you play Baccarat together? What's happening on that? So, no, they were hanging out and they were playing. And that, and they. <laughs> Yo, your mom's is here. That's hot as hell, man. Man, okay, where we go? Oh, wait, why am I being escorted out of this casino all over 16? Hang on a second. Six-year-old boy's got the boot. So we're playing, and nobody knows how to play Baccarat. Like, nobody. And I feel like we kept asking them all these questions. What happens if you're trying to get a nine, and both of you are trying to get a nine, ten? What happens if you get this? And should we stick if we get that? And what happens if we do? We're asking them so many questions. So whatever we were doing was working. And and we started, I won, like, $900 $900 and I gave Randy the money that he lost back and I had $600 gave some money to Sharpling so that he could start back up because Sharpling for some reason was betting against you Me. and McKay and I'm like don't bet McKay again. makes like a thousand or like two thousand dollars in this one like moment and then McKay is sitting at the table and he's like uh, now what happens if James Harden is standing near the table does that change the betting at all and I thought he was just joking because he's so good at delivering a deadpan joke and then I look to my right and there's fucking James Harden because it is the NBA Summer League and the NBA teams are playing at the Max Thomas Max Center, which is there. So he's there. Mm-hmm. James Harden is there. He looks over to us, kind of gives us a little nod. James Harden gives us a little nod and then takes off. We're like, holy shit. Who's the best? So then we go to play poker and McKay is like up. So we don't play. McKay's playing. He's up so much and he's like, okay. He literally is up a couple thousand dollars. And then he goes, I'm going all in on this thing that he's bluffing about. And they call his bluff and he loses all of it. Loses everything. And we're like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Meanwhile, all these other NBA players start walking by us to Durant, go to Hakkasan. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. JaVale McGee to Hakkasan. We take a picture with JaVale McGee. It's insane. Like, we don't, I guess because we're married and we just don't go out that often. Like, you don't realize how many people know you and how many people see you out in the world. It's like, it was amazing. It was insane. We were having the best time. We go over to the Hakkasan thing, and we're like, we're never going to get in. I mean, we're never going to get in. We're four dudes. They, that is not who they four, want. Four, like, middle, not middle-aged. middle-aged dude. Like, this is not who they want in there. And one of the dudes from the – who was, like, in the group of – they're not even bouncers. They're just guys with heads. Good-looking dudes. let us in or what? That's what's going We're trying to get our D's wet in this club, man. <laughs> Thank you. Dip it in. Dip that stick in. I can't come in here either. I'm 16. All right. I'll see you later. I'll see you on the streets. me got kicked out again. So – we uh, and he recognized us and got us in. Not only to get us in, he sets us up like where we. I mean, set us. Yeah, up. like VIP set. Yeah. Meanwhile, on the plane, bottle one, service, bottle obviously. service, set up, doing it for us. But, and we're like, if they don't ask you if you want the bottle service, they just give it to you. Then you don't pay for it, right? Yeah, that, like, that's. I true. think that's right. So I they're giving us like bottle service. We're hanging out. I'm, I've never. This never ever. We see Kevin Durant in the center dancing, taking pictures. People are taking pictures all around him. There was a moment when Adam McKay was like, I'm going to go up and freestyle rap. <laughs> You're like, yes, this is the best night like, ever. You should Please. do that. He gets up there and he's like, <laughs> he just got up there. He came and back and he was like, it's too intense up there. It's I can't, too I, intense. I, can't I do couldn't this. do it. I can't do it. I was this. like, that is the craziest thing. Great Meanwhile, call. we saw people who we had seen on the plane ride out there down and they had like a little table. We go down, started hanging out with them. It just was, then we we let out at the as the club lets out at four in the morning. And the we, last song they play on the thing was the International Players Anthem, which I just love that song, uh, UGK. And that was how's that go? That was this, you know, that I type a text to the girl I'd love to see. Uh, 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 that's terrible. I, oh, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, all right. So uh, anyway, so in every indie movie film trailer, it's kind of like Andre Three Thousand. Oh, never mind. I'm thinking of you know what I'm saying. Anyway, so it's like so they played that. That was the song we came down to initially that night. It just was crazy. We go back to the background table. The same two Asian women are still there. Welcome to the good life. We cut in there and we're hanging out with them. They make we we win back more money we then go to the crafts table and like he starts playing and then we're like it's six o'clock we got to get a half our hour. flight is picking us up I mean, we're in flying an hour. back in an hour so we gotta LA. at least get an hour and then like go take care of kids all day so then we gotta like go th- it was insane and we get on the plane we come back home and i text uh you know i call mckay's assistant i'm like did he ever make it back last night she's like no we don't know where he is. I'm like, holy shit, we lost Adam McKay. We're like, check the casino. Check the casino. He that's might still the last be there. She comes out and she's like, he was by himself, rolling the craps, betting against himself. And winning. And winning. I was like, this, this is the most insane interaction ever. And, the, and I mean, we love him, but like it was. It, that was our the best Vegas night ever. The most fun time we've ever had. You know, with McKay and the most like. It was I finally magical. got why people love it. That's awesome. Uh, Jerron Horton, he asked uh, in the comment section, he put, y'all twins or not? Nah. <laughs> y'all twins? Y'all I twins? love Jerron so much. Uh, so man. I have to ask this question because yes. it was crazy how many people asked the same question. Have we ever variations. fucked the same girl? So many people asked that one mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like wanted to know if you have the exact same penis size. Everybody well, let's was, show them and we'll see what they Sorry, here, uh, let me see them no. real quick. Turn around real <laughs> quick. I don't know. We never did a. Let me Measure. show you. I don't know why because I you think, guys never pee next to each other in the toilet like growing up. I can't like tell. Like My guess is that we are probably pretty similar. similar. Nice. But like, I have never stared long enough <laughs> like, to like, be yeah, like, like, let me yeah, get nice. an idea of how long. We said we weren't competitive. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, I if mean, my penis is bigger, that's good for the both of us. <laughs> Just kidding. Good for our career. Or bookings. <laughs> or bookings at the AVN Awards. Let's get into this final segment, Sax Talk. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sax Talk. All righty. So you guys are going to share a story of a sexual encounter, and I'm going to follow you with some sax whenever okay. you guys are ready. Okay. I mean, I don't, since we have never had I've one I've been married together. almost 20 years. And we also have never had a sexual experience together. I mean, there was that thing. Remember the Coors Light commercial where they kept, where it was like, and twins? Mm-hmm. Which I guess the insinuation there is, is that you are going to have sex with twins, which if they touch each other. Then that's incest. Immediately that's incest. And you don't want that. No. So we, so uh, Randy ha- recently went to Burning Man. I though. went to Burning Man. So that <laughs> Oh, yeah. Took it on down to Burning Man. Uh, went with my wife. Uh, I went for three nights. She was there for eight. Uh, I was at Burning Man, and Jason just doesn't understand because he wasn't there. He'll just never get I'll it. I'll explain to you. I'll translate for those who didn't go what that means. Randy, well, Randy and his wife went to the desert to do some Molly because they were worried they're getting old. Okay. Uh, so okay. I, so I, just outside of Reno. So um, I go to get my hair washed one morning. It's, which is just something you do at Burning Man. There's like, oh, we're going to go wait in line to get our hair washed. And so I went with a couple of friends, people from my my camp. We went, people I just met that when I just got there. And we sit in a, we're waiting in the area to get our hair washed, the scalp massaged, as it were, which is just, oh, a scalp massage. It is so sexy, so sweet. So sweet. Hands massaging. The hey, hair. I wash you hair. Hey, I wash you hair. It was Steve? Is that Steve's? Hey. Hey, came back on. All right, so uh, 
So I go to get the hair wash, and we're all sitting around, and and I'm waiting. We're in a circle, and they encourage you to talk to the people around you and find out something interesting about you. So I'm sitting there, and the the guy to my left said, I can speak six languages. And I was like, ooh, that's sexy. Right? (laughs) And and then the woman next to him said, when I see the word Wednesday, I have to pronounce it Wednesday, or else I'll misspell it. I was like, ooh, that's then it gets around to the woman to my right and she says I'm uh, she's she's like I came to Burning Man because I just turned 50 I just got fired from my job I just got divorced from my husband and I'm a virgin probably what she failed to mention is that her job was in porn and uh, <laughs> no, that no, is no. why she was fired no, no, and was, her husband was a director no uh, and not at all. No, she was a very normal person who said that, that all that had happened. I was like, well, in my brain, I'm like, well, you probably got fired from your job because you had all this pent up sexual uh, aggression inside of you. Uh-huh. And, and yeah, you of course, because you're still a virgin. So okay. You're still a virgin. That's it. And she said, then the night before that we were, I was talking to her that last night, a friend of hers from her camp took her to the orgy dome. <laughs> Which is a real thing, an orgy dome. A dome to get dome. So this one was like, my friend took me to the orgy dome. The dome dome. The dome dome. And she's like, I fucked everything. And at that point, I got up and I looked at everybody and I was like, she wins Burning Man. (laughs) Yeah. I turned to the guy who speaks six languages. I was like, do you speak the language of fuck? Because she now does. Hey, Wednesday, have you ever had two dicks in your ear? Because I bet this lady had. Yeah, Yeah, I'm glad you need a little uh, prompting to pronounce D because she got plenty of it last night. Oh, yeah. But I was like, I just love this place that this woman sitting to my right, 50-year-old person, experienced Probably the greatest, I remember my first time, the greatest sexual experience ever and with multiple people at this one event. And I was like, that is what Burning Man was meant to be, was this woman just getting it in every single hole for the very first time and making her forget about the fact that she's unemployed. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Love it. I do have to. I do have to say, um, uh, this is the first time uh, on Sax Talk somebody else, uh, somebody has shared somebody else's. <laughs> I mean, sexual listen, story. That's not what am I going to do? Talk about how many times you know having sex with oh, my no, wife? Oh no, no. I mean, just, I wouldn't. You know. I wouldn't do uh, a Sax Talk about my wife. So I, yeah. I totally get it. And it has been so long. I mean, yes. it's been so long since I, I've had sex. Yeah. So long. Since, I don't even I don't remember, remember where. Like. I, I don't even remember where I put it. Like I, mean, I remember where I put my car keys before I remember where I put my folks. Pe- no, I. Uh, it's. I've known my wife since '97. So that was the last time I've I was my wife with, since 2002. So that was the last time I was with. Oh, you some, know, we get it. Oh, sixteen-year-old me, come on, man, coming back. The sixteen-year-old me definitely needs definitely. his own show. Yeah, sixteen-year-old me is sixteen-year-old me. Sixteen-year-old me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's do this shit, man. Uh, and so it's I've known her since '97. So okay. we're talking about I haven't yeah. been with somebody different since '97. That is a yeah. long, that's long time. 21 years. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think I remember what I did back then. Different so. era, different era, and I was young, pre iPhone, man. I, I, I last time I was with somebody different, I had a flip phone. Yeah, 
I flipped her, and then I had the flip no, 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 phone. flip yeah. phone. You didn't even have a flip phone. It was like one of those giant things giant where you pull things the you antenna. Just, up. Yep, pull the antenna. You showed her your snake, and then you're playing a game of snake. There hey. we go. Hey, hey, hey. Rubik snake. Hey, 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 guys. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Shit, yeah, thank dude. you for having so us. Fun. This is great. Please, uh, please plug away some stuff right now. Yeah, dude. Come. Uh, first of all, when is this dropping? Do we know? Uh, on Monday. On Monday. Okay, so tonight, as this drops on the 10th, uh, we have a live version of our podcast at Largo, uh, Dumb People Town, with our buddy Daniel Van Kirk, uh, Mr. Jeremiah Watkins, or Miss Jeremiah Watkins, whatever the gender reveal uh, cake will reveal. Uh, you have done the show, and it was fantastic. You were great. So fun. So dumb fun. people doing dumb things, and we get to riff about it. And Daniel Van Kirk, so funny. Genius. Brilliant. He's really uh, great. And then our, our guest is Will Forte. Will Forte, and then oh. Zach Galifianakis is going to come by and do a little something Shit. something. Ted uh, Leo is going to be playing music. So I think it's going to sell out. But if there are tickets available, please come and see that. If you're in San Francisco, we're doing No, no. A, before that, on yeah. the 20th, oh, the 20th. Uh, here in, we never get to do a full length set around the LA area. We are headlining at Flappers. And I'm going to ask on this the on 20th. the air on the 20th. Are you around on the 20th? I leave for Kansas City on the 20th. Damn! Oh, we would have had you on we the show. We would have had you on the show for sure. Uh, so but anyway. if you're hanging around L.A. and around that holiday week, we would love to see you come out to this show. It is a uh, pure comedy. Comedians comedy. Fans of comedy will love this show. It's going to so be a lot of we got almost comments. a new hour of material, so we're excited about that. So that's yeah. happening in Sketchfest on January 11th. We're doing No, no. That, yeah, that on the 20th here at Flappers in Burbank, and then on January. We're January 11th, 11th we're, we're at Sketchfest doing a live Dumb People Town with Ron Funches at oh, Cobbs heck yeah. at Cobbs at uh, 1030 at night but good stuff Supersclars.com, all of our dates our podcasts are uh, Dumb People Town which we just mentioned and uh, View from the Cheap Seats if you like sports sports and comedy in a really cool way and we'll have you on that one as well sir I will say if you guys have not seen the Sklar Brothers live you absolutely need to do it I've Thank performed you. these guys in pretty much every show that I can be involved with uh, you guys have done like you kill it on stand up on the spot you kill Thanks, it on man. the panel on uh kill tony whenever oh, we dude, have you I on love there that so oh, much judging roast battles the best do, doing cake the distance with the comedy jam me oh my god doing so the fun. horn section you were incredible on, on that dude oh, so dude so like i've i've the done last so one was many. my favorite the stone devil pilot song we did plush this at this last one was just insane we're gonna yeah. do that at uh we'll do that at moon at tower, uh, at moon tower. It's oh gonna dude be great that's gonna or be we come up with something new you never know yeah it's gonna be good so love you guys thanks for coming love you too buddy thanks Thanks. Thanks.